0: Blog Talk Radio
1: You're now listening to the Talking Pictures Podcast, broadcasting from sunny Orange County, California. Filmmaker, journalist, and film historian, Paul Booth. Aloha, welcome to Talking Pictures and to part three of Take Two in our special series where we have industry people, film fans, film buffs, film lovers. Let's face it, we're all the same. Come on and take a give their review of a film that I did as an episode as the host um during this Oscar season. So each film is is nominated for some Academy Award. We've looked at Creed and The Martian. Uh, today we're gonna to be talking about The Revenant and Friday we'll be having Steve Jobs. Sorry, it's gonna be a four part series. Um, five, I might have messed that up. Not the biggest mathematician here on, on board with you guys today. Um, as we wait for our caller to call, to call in, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about The Revenant. Um, for those of you that haven't seen it, of course, it is Leonardo DiCaprio, and it is a superb film. You can go in the archive and look under my review of it. Um, let's see. Our guest is calling in right now. We'll bring him in.
0: Aloha, Paul. Aloha,
1: Tommy. How's it going?
0: Good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Well, I'm excited to be here. Thanks again for inviting me back.
1: Oh, yes, of course. Anytime, anytime. This is uh, uh, for the for the fans. This is uh, one of this special guest's favorite subject of, well, besides movies, uh, to discuss Leonardo DiCaprio movies. But today we're going to do our best to keep it with The Revenant and um, discuss uh, uh, Connie's take on it. Um, Like I was saying right before Connie came on, you can go in the show archives and there's uh, my review in it in the What's In Theaters Now uh, section. Uh, With that, I will give Connie the floor. Connie, tell us your thoughts on The Revenant.
0: Wow well this movie is is absolutely brutal i mean I, it uh you know, I, I, I went to see the movie you know base, basically uh, based off wanting to see um, Leo just, just really push himself to his um limits and I, I felt like he did that you know mentally and physically in this movie. Um, it's not a movie you watch and get a lot of pleasure at watching, but you can just appreciate the um incredible um, resilience that he has in the movie as a character and just the strength and I was just I was blown away. I mean the cinematography in the movie is fantastic. Um, the act- actors are are are, are great. Um, Leo with his supporting cast um it's a It's a brutal movie. I mean to be honest with you, it's just uh it, it, there's some really tough parts of the movie to watch. But I just really appreciated, uh, uh, him in, in, as very best. And, uh, I mean, if he doesn't win the Oscar this year, I don't, I don't know if he'll, <laughs> he'll ever win, but this, this was just a, um, an incredible role for him. And I, uh, really, in, in um, in that respect, in, enjoyed the film. But for me, I, I don't know if I could, I could sit through it again, just because of the, um, brutality of it and, uh, and the intensity. But, um, that that's that's sort of my take on on the film.
1: Yeah, that was a. Um, there was also a big. What was it was interesting about this film was, it's it, he did take this two year break from Wolf of Wall Street, so it kind of left Leo fans with like, what's next? And uh, I know for both of us, it was kind of like we didn't really care what it was we were going to see it so um i think there was some interesting uh uh there had to have been some planning on leo's part to say i'm going to take this two-year break and then i'm going to come out with something that just stretches me beyond um anything i've done i mean you mentioned the cinematography um and uh the brutality of the movie and the supporting cast um did you uh without there really being any spoilers, like what kind of genre would you classify this film and like what kind of other elements did you enjoy that weren't like specifically the camera or the or the actor
0: would you say it's kind of like a thriller slash kind of drama in terms of how things unfold in in the movie. I mean, just the way... uh, I was definitely on the edge of my seat.
1: It almost felt like a... I almost felt it was like a... in some ways, like a western.
0: Yeah, I could could see that. Yeah, you know,
1: like... Definitely. even Even though it's in the snow and it was... and I couldn't imagine what those conditions were. And I mean, like you're saying how much he had to have pushed himself to stay in character in that. I mean, there's only so far CGI can go. Um, That was Snow. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There was 12 assistants with blankets and heaters uh, waiting off camera, I'm sure. But um, uh, in terms of the cinematography, did you have a, a favorite uh, not scene or area that, that you enjoyed the most? The, was the, when, you know, a certain part of the film that captured your interest?
0: Well, kind of, you know, as the movie goes on, you see the things that he has to do to survive. I mean, just the things that he has to consume in his body, just to, just to keep going and just the appreciation you're sitting there, you're eating your popcorn and you're having your hot dog and a Coca-Cola. And and here's this guy that's just, you know, living off the land and just, you know, like he, he, he's literally just trying to, um, take another breath. Like he's just literally living from one minute to another and just appreciating that he's just in survival mode. And you, and you, and you just come away from that and you just like, appreciate everything that you have like wow i I don't have it so bad (laughs) you know no matter where you are you know in your station of life that uh um you come away just appreciating just the um abundance of blessings that you have in your life after watching this film
1: oh yeah
0: and to see what he goes through
1: there's some deep themes in that and there's a um uh I mean what I would that that film to me and uh, you, uh we definitely don't need to discuss it because it would be it would be private, but that's also a film that would have a different meaning and uh take for you because uh you have a son and you're a father. Yeah. So
0: exactly. I know my dad had a different opinion about it when he talked to me about it, so um so that was definitely running through my mind when I saw uh some of those scenes and uh yeah it was I was like literally I just wanted to go home and hug my hug my little son Yeah and see, so be, uh, so be with him. him yeah <laughs> after so watching that really,
1: That's what I really enjoy about uh and we've talked about this so many times personally over email of how a film can just you know one little thing in someone's life can just can completely change the entire film for them and it doesn't even have to be um i mean it can be as tiny as a penny and you'll get two completely different views um what did you think of uh of course this is the cinematographer of gravity and birdman um how have you felt as a movie fan watching this
0: Cinematographer evolved. I mean, I, this was to me a masterpiece. I don't, I don't. I mean, he just it, it, it was uh, breathtaking. Just the, the scenes in the movies, the you know scenes in the forest, the scenes in the snow and river and uh, the landscape and the you know the, the wild animals that were you know throughout throughout the film and just uh, it was just it was beautiful to watch. I, well, I just, you know,
1: I, just, I kind of felt like, I, and I feel like almost any movie should do this, but this movie really did not I felt like I was in the snow.
0: Yeah, you
1: know, like I I felt like we were put right there, and it wasn't. Um, I'm not gonna say on air that I found out that there was more visual effects than than we think they are, uh, than there than we would think there was. Um, and it was shot, some of it in British Columbia, up in Vancouver. Um, I have a friend who knew some people that worked on it and said it was just a horrendous film to work on. I couldn't see where anything was comfortable about those conditions. Um, but this was something that for me was just a big shock because I was, I did not read anything about it, I did not read a synopsis. I don't recall seeing a trailer I just remember thinking it's Leo I'm going so did you did <laughs> you
0: did you know anything going in Yeah, I didn't do a lot of research myself I, I did see a couple of the trailers from watching other movies and I think on TV they, they showed the trailer a few times so I got a general sense of what it might be about but I didn't really know the back the backstory and um and since then I haven't you know done any you know further research about it, but um you know you just you just kind of get thrown right into it you know right from right from the get-go of the movie you're just like <clears throat> pulled into the action and pulled into the um into the um environment and so like like you said, I, I think I felt like I was there and I, w- I was feeling the pain, and that's why at times it was really hard to watch because i mean the the amount of pain that he was summoning from different um Different uh, um, situations, I think, was just incredible.
1: Oh, right, and he and he plays it so well, and he and we've talked about this before. Personally, the way he can always keep in that moment and not step ahead or step behind or. Um, you know, I I think of him as like a quarterback that blows, uh, you know, the way a quarterback will blow the second down because he knows he has to, like, Leo gets it. And sure, it might have taken 25 takes to do something, but Leo just seems to have this command. And, and this film is up for 12 Oscars. I mean, it's up for visual effects, sound editing, sound mixing. Uh, makeup, costume, production design, editing, cinematography, directing, supporting actor, best actor for Leo, and best picture. And like I agree with Connie if if uh, Leo does not win, I just am gonna slide him into the Alfred Hitchcock honorary Oscar that they'll give to him when he's 68. Um, I don't know what this guy has to do to be named the best actor of the year. (laughs) Um, and, uh, but of course that's a, that's a whole nother thing, but what, uh, since you already mentioned that you want Leo to win this, um, uh, uh, thing, one thing that we wanted to do before we jump into a little bit of Leo discussion was, uh, we wanted each guest to... Um, mention maybe another movie that's nominated or a category where they'd like to see somebody win. So maybe if there's like a actress you'd like to see win an Oscar or or a you know a film that you saw that you'd like if that won Best Picture. Do you do you have something else that
0: you could recommend? Well, you know, a movie I saw recently that I was really impressed with was uh, Joy. I don't I don't know if Jennifer Lawrence was nominated, um, so she, she did a tremendous job in that movie. I thought, um, just, uh, um, I, I really like this, totally believe the role that she played and it was just an incredible story. And again, for her, you know, she had, she had dealt with a lot of, you you know, um, tough circumstances and tragedy and, um, just challenges in her life, you know, raising her family and just watching her kind of keep persevering through that. And it, in that sense, that that movie was you know, uplifting to me. But it, you know, it, you really kind of go through the movie. You're like, wow, what's the next thing that can go wrong for her? And uh, I thought she just did a tremendous job. You know, she, she's beautiful and she 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 played the role really, really, well, really well. And I'd love, uh, I love. I'm always gonna root for her.
1: Oh yeah, she. Um, you know, that's another one we've talked about. Um she's to me the next Meryl Streep. I mean, when I look at her Oscar nomination theater, she's got four uh 2011, 2013, 2014, and twenty sixteen. Of course she won for Sylvan Lining's playbook. She's only twenty five years old. So she won her Oscar at twenty two. Um, And Silver Linings Playbook, that is on Netflix, so check that out if you can. And that has the incomparable Bradley Cooper and, of course, Robert De Niro, which there's nothing that can be said about De Niro that hasn't been said. Um, But with that, I will pull up the Leo list here while we still have a few minutes with you, Um, Todd. And we can, um, uh, you know, just uh, look at some Leo films that we enjoyed. I know we have Wolf of Wall Street, we have Jay Edgar, we have Inception, we have Blood Diamond. Uh, what, what's, what's one year? your, what's one of a Leo film you really like?
0: Well, of course, yeah, he was really impressive in um, Wolf of Wall Street. I thought that was also worthy of him uh, winning an Oscar. Um, early back, I mean, I think um, The ba- Basketball Diaries is one of his early movies. That that was incredible for him at that, that young age um, to do what he did in that movie. I was just uh, blown away. And uh, I, you know, I'm still a big fan of, of Titanic. So that to me, whenever I look at him, I'm always thinking about that. But um, I mean, he's just had one big hit after another. I think uh Inception was was really well done. Uh Blood Diamond was another great great role that kind of stretched him. That was uh, one of his
1: nominations.
0: Yeah, uh Aviator I thought also was another role that um he really stretched himself as well. I mean, he's just a incredible actor. Um I'd have to say uh all-time I mean, all-time favorite would be Probably *Be* Titanic, but um, *those* uh, *Inception*, *Wolf of Wall Street* were also really enjoyable, and uh, the party was was good too. But I think um, you know there, he had other uh, folks in that movie too. Like he it was more of I don't I don't know if kind of a supporting supporting cast in that in that film, but um, definitely *Inception*, *Wolf of Wall Street*, uh, *Shutter yeah, Island* was.
1: I mean, was also Reynolds, good. Martin Scorsese, Wolf of Wall Street. I I agree with you. That's that's probably my favorite DiCaprio film, along with The Departed, and then of course Catch Me If You Can. I think he is just amazing.
0: Yeah, that was another good one. I, I left off,
1: and, and then, that's-
0: uh, Django, Django Unchained. I mean, he he just played a, a smaller role, but he really stole the show in that in that movie.
1: Yes, Django Unchained. uh, That's definitely one that we should let people know. Netflix, very violent, some tough themes. But what they did that was brilliant with that was uh, DiCaprio left his name out of the marketing. So DiCaprio just came out of nowhere. And so... that is a really cool thing because you don't really get this DiCaprio vehicle and then you just have him playing this vicious role. So I'm glad that you brought that up because that's one that, um, to me, people skip because they don't know he's in it and they would watch it if they knew he was in it. So I kind of sometimes have to spoil that surprise and I hate doing that. But, um, yeah, Aviator, and if we look here, Connie on his list, I mean... He did uh, Gangs in New York, Catcher if You Can, The Aviator, then The Departed. So he basically spent five years of his life just hanging out with Martin Scorsese and Steven Spielberg. Wow.
0: So not I you
1: was know, like, that's got to be fun.
0: Yeah, that's a great, um, that's not bad. Right there. Yeah, too. Uh, and now he's on his you know, uh
1: uh Wolf was his was his fifth film with Scorsese. And a lot of people don't know he actually produced Wolf. He had a producing title card with Scorsese, so he was actually uh technically Scorsese's boss, but he would never say that. So uh DiCaprio is really up there. We can uh uh we can wrap this with recommending if you haven't seen Jay Edgar. He's fantastic in that. Uh, Revolutionary Road with Kate Winslet. Uh, Marvin's Room, I'm yet to see, but uh, that is on Netflix. And he acts with Diane Keaton and, um, uh, oh gosh, Diane Keaton and Meryl Streep. So there's another one. It's like, think of how much he learned from
0: that. He was 20 years old acting with those two. So... You really can't go wrong. I mean, you could just spend you know a couple of days just going through his whole library, and uh, even yeah, the earlier movie Romeo and Juliet was really good. I thought that that was a really you know edgy uh, movie that he did um, in his younger days around you know Titanic uh, right. period. Um, right. Uh, see, even uh, one, his first
1: movie with De Niro. He- in his first movie, he held his own with De Niro before *What's Eating Gilbert Grape*, which, of course, that was his first Oscar nomination with *What's Eating Gilbert Grape*. With *This Boy's Life*, when he, uh, to, I mean, to be 17 and be acting with De Niro and pulling it off, that's just, you know, where does that come from? But yeah, *Basketball Diaries*. I found that the other day and rewatched it, and that's a brilliant. Film, so I'm glad that you brought that up,
0: yeah, I'm a big fan of that that uh that movie and his and his role that was that was i mean he's he's played some really hard edgy edgy roles that have really like wow,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah no it's kind of <laughs> like
1: that with his with what his demeanor is and his humanitarianism uh not, sorry that's not a word his humanitarian work um it, it's amazing what he can do as an actor. And I know that's what an actor's job is, but sometimes he even goes past to where you're just like, okay, how does somebody that gives to charity and is chill and is, you know, has to be private and have security because he's so, you know, famous, but um, he's he just has such a, you know, like we always say when we talk, it's like, he's got 20 movies and it's like, I, I hope he can make 20 more because he's only 41. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of, uh, people left in the tank. And, um, I definitely think he defines our generation for sure.
0: And he's, yeah, he's really uh, made that nice transition from being an early on. He was you know, a great actor that was also a kind of a heartthrob. And now he's more looked upon as just, a great actor. Period. You know, it's no longer just a pretty face. You know, and some people kind of missed that in his earlier movies, at the fact that he was such a good actor. But now it's just everyone. I think everyone knows that he's just you know, right there at the at the very top. Yeah, he's here to he's here to he's
1: here to bring it. He's not here to be. <laughs> you know, the it's like it's it's a game time. It's which is interesting because in interviews he will say like people tell me that i do good but he's like it's that you're working for martin scorsese like you have to bring your a game like you don't play around when like scorsese is offering you a role like so it's like marty who's the a game i'm like just part of his a game you know so it's a very humble guy. It's very interesting to see and see his career involved. So, um, but if if there's anything else you'd like to, if if, if there's anything else you'd like to say as we uh, wrap up the show about the Revenant or any other recommendation of something you saw um, recently, um, feel free. We have about two minutes left.
0: No, I think, uh, you know, The Joy and Rev- Revenant were the, the two movies I've, I've seen recently. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah, I think um, you can't go wrong if you just decide you want to make it a, a Leo Knight and uh, do a search of, of, of some of those uh, recent movies over the last few years that he's done. Uh, I think uh, if you haven't seen Wolf of Washi, definitely that should be at the top of your list. And uh, Inception, too.
1: Yes, Inception, Wolf of Wall Street, and uh, Kane, myself, as the host, and the show, we take no responsibility for anything in Wolf of Wall Street that offends you. Uh, It is (laughs) film. We take it as art. It treats life as humanity and truth, and um, that's our disclaimer, so... With that, we want to thank you, Kane, for enjoying us. We know you'll be back on the show again. is going to be uh, joining us soon for an episode about Cameron Crowe's Aloha. And you can go into the archives and look up uh, the introduction episode that we did to learn more about Kane, because he will be a frequent guest. And um, Thanks so much for your time today, my friend. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Paul. It's always a pleasure to talk to you about the movies
1: oh yes definitely take care and you have a good day
0: you too aloha aloha as
1: always we want to thank our guests we appreciate that they come on and share their time and their love of movies and this take two series i'm loving it i'm going to leave you with what i always leave you with have a great day but make sure that you watch a good movie Thank you for listening to the Talking Pictures Podcast. Real conversation and movie-induced inspiration.